Welcome to WSM's Licorice All Sports Podcast. Proudly brought to you by sponsor, Bricky Cafe, located at 27 Hutton Street, Thornbury, directly across the road from the Thornbury train station. For your coffee, cakes, and food needs, please come down to Bricky Cafe. Let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, on this Friday morning of LAS Basketball with expert Tom Thorne, welcome to the show yet again, mate. It's been another big week in basketball. Thanks for having me there, mate. And it really has some uh, really big results that have happened in the last week. The big news of James Harden potentially being traded to the Brooklyn Nets in a four-club trade. There'll be players going left, right, and everywhere. So what do you make of the trade? Who do you think could be the potential winner? And I guess for Harden, do you think with the starting lineup that the Brooklyn Nets could potentially have, do you think they you know, would really benefit from having Harden along with Corey Irving, Joe Harris, Kevin Durant and Jeff Green? Yeah, so it's been something that's been brewing for quite a while now and something we've been talking for a number of weeks, whether Harden was happy at Houston and uh, more or less, we got to the point of when he would be leaving the Rockets there, not if. And it looks like it's finally happened there with all the ticket of approval still to go through. But like you said, four teams involved in there. It seems James Harden going to the Brooklyn Nets, which is it's going to be a really big, interesting one that's uh, got a lot of potential about it. Like you said, that lineup with James Harden, Kyrie, Kevin Durant, Joe Harris, the shooter. And then whoever starts the five position, probably green. So that's a championship contending team as it is. Um, And then just quickly go through who got what else. The other big winners out of that were Houston Rockets. So to be able to turn James Harden into Oladipo, the Australian Dante Exum, who's has three first round picks from Brooklyn, a Milwaukee first pick from last year's trades, and then some first pick swaps is absolutely massive there so the real winners straight away are obviously Brooklyn who are going to have a championship team there but all in all I think Rockets being able to turn a player that wants to be out um, doesn't want to be there hasn't been playing fantastic and to be honest probably looks like he's all out of shape and out of sorts Um, for them to be able to turn um, that ticking time bomb into a bit of a, a gold mine there, especially those first round picks. Congratulations to the GM there. But it's going to be interesting, isn't it? Um, how quickly can all those Brooklyn players get on the same page? Yes, Durant and Harden have played in the same team before. But uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting and I'm sure something we're going to be talking for weeks ahead. Yeah, and it's massive news coming out of the NBA. And I think with this one, it's, I, I suppose, the here and now factor with Harden. You know, as I mentioned before, that lineup is going to be, I guess, one of the top line lineups going around in the NBA. So it's for the here and now. But I suppose going down the line, you, you did mention Houston. Um, do you think they're going to be the winners potentially in, in the long run? Do you think, you know, probably they'll go back. They're probably, you know, decided in their own minds with the coaching staff and the players that they've got at the moment and while losing Harden, do you think, you know, in maybe two or three years, they might be the uh, potential winners when we look, I suppose, crystal ball into the future? Yeah, it is that because you look at Brooklyn Nets, um, all three of their absolute superstars are going to be free agents next year and could potentially leave that ball club for nothing. Looking at the Rockets, yeah, they're, they're going to have a tough period probably for the next two years, but 
we've seen how quickly Boston were in a similar position a couple of years back, how quickly you can turn these trades into other players or how quickly you can um, build talent and how quickly that can happen. So, yeah, long term, I, I genuinely think the Rockets have absolutely won this trade period. Yeah, I'll tell you what, well, speaking of this man last week, you called him Thrillsy, but his name is Millsy. He has really helped the, the San Antonio Spurs win four games in a row now, and he's, in my opinion, probably in his best career form of all time. What are your thoughts on that? And you know, have you seen the San Antonio Spurs been playing as they, I suppose, are dominating in the uh, in the West on their road trip over there? Yeah. So, like you said, Paddy Mills is actually having a career season at the moment and having his career best stats in uh, points per game at 15 at the moment, shooting the three ball the best he ever has and leading uh, is tallying in assists there. And you're right, the Spurs have uh, moved to four and one on that epic road trip that they had and they knocked off both LA teams, the Clippers and Lakers, as well as splitting Minnesota. And then the other night they just got over OKC. So the Spurs are in great form there in the West. I've been uh, having a look at the form of CJ McCollum as well for the Trailblazers. Here was a difference a couple of days ago and he had a final epic play he sort of was dancing all over the court, but he managed to get the two-pointer in and, uh, yeah, I suppose got his team over the line, 110 to 109. Yeah, he's been in terrific form there, CJ McCollum, and a little bit like trying to hold water in your hands there, trying to guard CJ, and especially when you see him uh, down the stretch there when games are close and you've got Dame Lillard and you've got CJ McCollum in your backcourt, you know they're always going to be tough to defend. But 37 points there in the win over Sacramento, and he's another player that's um, up in points career-wise and probably been a little bit in the shadow in the past. Maybe you've Dame Lillard, but he's stepping out this season. He's outshining Dame, and a, a big reason why the Trailblazers are six and four and uh, above five hundred, and looking like they're into playoffs race. Now, another young player I wanted to mention, Lamelo Ball. He became the first player and the youngest player in NBL and NBA history to get a triple double in both competitions, which is amazing feat. And it's only nineteen years of age. He looks like uh, he's in no sign of slowing down and only getting better with more experience. Yeah, it was fantastic to see Lamelo there. Like you said, the youngest player in NBA history to record a triple-double and also the big one, uh, I'm sure the big trophy of being the youngest player in the NBA as well. But uh, yeah, probably those couple of games were a little bit slower that we were talking about a couple of weeks ago, but we knew uh, the talent that he is, that he was always going to, to rise there. And it's amazing how quickly the media there in America forget about a poor game on the back of a good one and all of a sudden it's a rookie of the year candidate. And he definitely is looking like that. He's the easiest at home on the floor. He's, he can tell he's played against uh, professionals and senior bodies. And those 22 points, uh, they weren't open layups for sure. He's creating his own shots, um, can pass the rocket better than anybody else in that draft class. And then at 6'8", bringing down 12 balls, boards, is doing uh, a little bit of everything for Charlotte, who... They've been pretty impressive when uh, most people in the preseason were writing them off and uh, they're not as miserable as what everybody thought they might have been. Yeah, it's really impressive from the young Lamello Ball and hopefully he can continue that form. And, you know, he's looking like certainly he could, uh, yeah, do really good things in his first year in the NBA. Now, speaking of King James last week and <laughs> another week goes by and he doesn't disappoint yet again. He's been alley-ooping. He's been... 
the first time ever, from what I've been reading in the headlines, he did a look-away three-pointer just uh, in the last couple of days as well. So what do you make of the great man's form? He, he just keeps getting better. And, like, it's... I know, I know we, we are repeating this on LAS Basketball on the weekly, but he literally is just, he's, is he taking the mickey or is he just, is he really getting better? Oh, he's unstoppable, isn't he, at the moment? And I guess as he gets older and further down the journey there, how his skills just can continue to refine and he gets better and I suppose becoming a better passer and bringing other players into the game, I suppose, at the beginning of his career there at Cleveland, it was all about uh, he had to score every point and it was about how he could get past every man and, and nearly dunk. But his ability to shoot the three ball now, his ability to pass for sure and to move into that point forward like it is. How is he at this stage, his age, you know, 29 points he had the other night. He's averaging 24, eight rebounds and seven and a, a bit and change with assists. So he does get better. He's got fantastic teammates and he knows how to bring them all into the game. Now, I know this All-Star week is upcoming and some three players that I think have been in some good form, Julius Randa from New York, Jamal Murray from the Hornets and uh, CJ McCollum, who I just mentioned before, uh, all in line to become first-time All-Star candidates. So what do you make of those three players and, and their form? And I suppose the All-Star weekend, it's a bit of uh, you know a show-off on, on the players' skills and it's, it's more of an entertainment game, but it's still a pretty big feat in the NBA career. Yeah, it'll be interesting there. Hopefully uh, those players get recognised with the season they're having. Uh, the All-Star season there uh, is one of those things that are sort of voted by uh, the spectators. They get a little bit of a say as well as some of the um, that are in the industry. So hopefully they get the credit they deserve. Julius Randle is on fire at the moment in New York and is really buoying that team um, who have been pretty average in the past. And like you said, Jamal Murray is doing it everything for the Nugs there. He's a main part of what he's doing. And uh, if you saw his final series in the, the hub life there, definitely can. And CJ McCollum, 28 points um, at the moment, averaging, you'd have to say he's a definite. If he doesn't get that nod, he'll definitely be in the three-point shooting contest.